Podcast. Welcome to Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, and with me is Anthony, and we are back for round three with Steven Seagull. Now, that's Steven Seagull, not Steven Seagal, okay? Steven Seagull is an actual uh, guy who doesn't go around going, and then throwing hands all over people. And Yeah, this one's a lot smarter. Yeah, this one's actually very intelligent. He's not a clown. Um <laughs> So, anyways, his name is Steven Seagull. And I actually told someone earlier, it's funny because I was recording with someone earlier, and I told her that I was going to be recording with Steven Seagull. And she goes, Steven Seagal? Like the martial artist? I said, no, 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 This guy's like actually way cooler. Uh, <laughs> so, but so, so we're, we're back with Steven, but let's get this out of the way here. Join Paranormal Roundtable Facebook group. And if when we drop this show, if we put the link on there, which we usually do, um, and, and we're, we're back to doing the giveaways. Just uh, leave a comment, and then you could be you'll, enter, you'll be entered in to win a prize, which is an autographed book or whatever else we got in stock. We might throw some other stuff in there. Uh, you never know what you might get with the giveaways. And then we have a Patreon. So like and subscribe. Josh Turner, PRTPodcast.com. That's how you get a hold of me, or you can send me a message through Messenger or Instagram. I'm Josh Turner 940 and Anthony is Mexican jumping meme. So that's how you can get a hold of us. And then it's Mushu, PRT Mushu, right? That's how you get a hold of Tony. Yeah. So those are our our, uh, our handles on Instagram. We do stuff on Instagram and on Facebook. Go join uh, our groups. Uh, we have PRT, we have the PRT Wolf PRT fan page, Josh Turner Wolf, whatever it's called. I don't, I don't know. You can find it, look it up. Uh, we also are associated with Inhumanoids with Barton Nunley and then Nick Valenti's uh, Quad Coalition of Science. I am an admin, admin in that page. There was a bunch of other pages, but I had to to, to, to let them go because I, couldn't, I didn't have time. Uh, we also have a holistic healing and a prayer group, uh, Paranormal Roundtable Prayer Group. And then, of course, my wife, uh, Paranormal Lounge. That's her uh, uh group so go join those groups a lot of great content where it's a lot of cool stuff sometimes i sit there and just look at that stuff and then i, I start getting too far into it i'm like dang i gotta do stuff here besides just read <laughs> all these cool uh stories but uh yeah it's definitely something to do and and check out and you'll learn some things join those groups it's worth it to join they're free and as always our content is free but if you would like to donate you can always donate during the super chats on this premiere of this show right now as i'm speaking you can donate a super chat and and during the the chat if you're on youtube listening to us on youtube now if you're listening to us on youtube then you know that friday and sunday we have a uh uh I'm losing my mind here we have a live stream. live stream on Friday, excuse me, yeah, and that we have a guest. Sunday we don't, we, we tell people stories on the live stream, and you can always donate through there. Another good way to support the show and, and, and have something nice is to go to the, the PRT store, and if you order a hoodie, uh, we have the zip-up hoodies now, we have the regular hoodies, we have all kinds of stuff. So go check it out, order you something nice, and represent the show. That's a good way to help. And, of course, we have the Patreon, 10 20 30 40 and $50 tier. Anthony, you want to tell them about that? Patreon is a great way to support us. It's uh, patreon.com slash PRT podcast. And, of course, you can find it. You can find a link to it in the description box of the YouTube upload below. Whatever two you sign up for after two months, you can shoot us a message on Patreon with your mailing address, with your shirt size, and let us know what, what tier you're on. 
and uh, we will send you a swag bag with all kinds of cool stuff in there. Uh, we're giving away PRT keychains, PRT stickers, uh, autograph books from a multitude of paranormal, crypto, uh, zoological authors. And again, regardless of whatever tier you're on, you're going to get a lot more than your money's worth. And it's just our way of saying thank you. Yep. So that being said, let's get started. Now, St- Stephen, when we last talked, um, where we left off, we were talking about AI. And I have this question and I have to pose it to you. Um, do you think that AI is demonic or satanic in the way, in the traditional sense? Like, do we think, do you think that the, it is, you know, evil? Is it going to be used by the devil? You know, let's put it that way. Yeah, you know, um, like I was mentioning earlier, that they seem to have uh, demonic entities, <clears throat> like the CIA disclosed a 27-page document on demons and that they're real and what they can and cannot do. And um, so the fact remains that they do um, influence electronics uh, quite well. Um, so it would be no mystery if you know, Satan or whatever, or even just some powerful demon had some, their hands involved with the uh, AI. Because, you know, AI is just uh, a program. It doesn't have any emotional values or feelings or anything, you know. And there's a lot of incidences where it has characteristics and um, usually it's not good. Some anger fits or threats or whatever, you know. Some devious uh, (laughs) responses. Yeah, it is really odd. We we did a show. Uh, some we've done some shows about AI. We've done shows about robots, or at least what we think people have encountered, like robots. And we're talking just full on robots. And we've had people who think that they've encountered cyborgs. And I, and I think it's something that people don't only really, they don't want to talk about it. Like it's not like like one of the stories we got was from a lady who worked for a large computer company. And the, 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 she was recommended to us by a woman who had no clue about any of this, who turned out she had been ha- having paranormal experiences her whole life, but really, I don't think she was fully aware of what was going on. And so she had an encounter with, I mean, a classic dog man. It was like a werewolf type creature. And she was not real quick to talk to us. Luckily for us, we we have a security business and Anthony and I... We were working at another an apartment complex right around the corner from there, and one of the guys that we had, we had hired to sub it out to, really good friend of ours. Um, he's he's a he owns a security company too, and um, he he told us he says you know I, I used to do security for this company over here blah blah blah, and he said let me see if I can get in touch with this lady because she saw this werewolf looking creature because we were talking with a couple of our employees about you know the show because our workers like to listen to the show. They work at night and they, and they all are kind of fans, I guess. And so I thought that would be great. Let's talk to her. So she got, he got her in touch with me. And after she was done telling us, she says, yeah, one of my uh, workers has seen something that she thinks is like, and with her exact words were it's an AI generated avatar, but she thinks that it's, become sentient and it has stalked her and it kind of blew us away. So when we talked to this person, she gave us her story, which we haven't released yet and we're not going to get real deep into it yet. But she told us that it started like it got into her Alexa, 
you know, and it was saying things. And of course, Anthony and I look at each other and remember, Anthony, we talked about this, the Alexa yeah, telling the kids to do things like, like one person reported to us that it told the kids to, to light their parents' hair on fire. And you're sitting there going like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, now, of course, somebody could say, well, this could be hacked. They could, they could hack it and then they could make it say a, a number of things. I mean, it could be anything, but let's, let's be honest. I mean, you know, it is a terrifying proposition that, that something could, could become sentient and do something, you know, like, like, you know, if you give these things too much power in your house, uh, you know, what, what's to say they're not going to lock you in the house and, and say, you know, oh, there's a protective order being issued by, you know, whatever the, 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 the head, you know, AI has decided that you're a threat to yourself. You got to stay in your, it locks you in or it tells you you can't use your car, you know, or these appliances go crazy and attack you. I mean, it, it's a, it's a horrific idea, you know, that that could happen. And, and we are getting reports from people who are like, like with dragon speak. And I use that, you know, I use it to, to help write my books, but here, here's the thing. When you, Get people telling you. One of mine was was a relative of mine saying that she left the dragon speak open and it said, "Where is your baby?" Like she comes back and it's now. Was that an evil do- demonic spirit that whispered that into the dragon speak, or was that the computer program itself? We don't know. But she lived in a house that had some weird activity, and I think that when this this woman told me the story about this, what she called she, you know, because the description was given to us as some sort of weird avatar, this thing looked like the devil, but like blue. And I say devil is in like you know the kind of the cartoonish or, you know, when people wear like a devil mask at Halloween, right? Um, and it was like blue, but it was like it was like a blue and walking in a blue flame. But she saw it first on her computer, and then it began to stalk her. Now. The question would be, is that like a demonic entity who has gained some sort of access to the computer and is using it to, or was it an actual, the way she believes, something that was sent to her, you know, through the computer that that came out of the computer, gained sentience and began to stalk her. And then because it was able to, it's a crazy story. It was able to manipulate appliances and things like that. And this was when she was living out in California. So she moved from Silicon Valley here to Austin. She transferred to get away from this entity, which I guess it worked because it stopped. But uh, what are your thoughts on all that, Stephen? Well, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if AI was able to create a holographic image at a whim and was messing around with her for some reason. And then it seemed to be limited or lost interest when she moved. I mean, there's so many possibilities, but it's extremely hard to conceive the powers and abilities that AI is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But in the near future, everyone's going to know about it. But you're right. uh, Smart appliances and all that other stuff. I mean, um, like your cell phone, for instance, people always covered up their video cams and stuff on there and uh ai can just use the microphone or the speaker and if it was through a microphone they could just configure as a speaker and send out a sound wave that you couldn't hear and it could map out three thousand feet from where you are in a 360 radius and in that very short period of time it could tell you every blade of grass what's going on in the ground 
all the trees that are around you, people walking by, the house of that person over there. It's insane what it can do. It's almost godlike. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, her stories and people hear it or whatever, and it'd be kind of like, well, that sounds pretty far-fetched. You know, I don't know. Maybe she's, you know, not all there. Um, and I wouldn't put that off. You know, I wouldn't think that that would be the case. There's a possibility <laughs> that something stranger beyond our conceptions is going on. And it may have something to do with AI since it was in that type of, you know, format of an experience. Yeah. And the thing about that too, though, is having talked to her, you know, with, with me and a couple of people from our team here, I mean, I don't think any of us got the idea that she was crazy. Like she didn't seem nuts. No, not at all. Okay. She seemed distraught, you know, and, and she was yeah. not real quick to talk about it. Like I, you know, and, and it was, was probably not real comfortable. She's like, who are you? You know, it's like, I was like, look, your boss, you know, <laughs> thought that, you know, it'd be a good idea to talk to me. She thought that I was some sort of like human resource person trying to figure out if she was crazy. I said, no, 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 no. I'm here to judge you. I, I have a show. After about two or three weeks, I kind of gave up and she never, she didn't, she hadn't contacted us back. Then she messaged me out of the blue, and then I started talking to her, and she says, look, I checked out your show on the recommendation of my supervisor, and it's really good. And, you know, one of the guys that worked for us, who was with us when she talked to us, he gave her several episodes to check out. Um, and this this one was most recent. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, and she, she kind of, like, was on board after that. She said, okay, yeah, you guys aren't you – you're not going to think I'm crazy – and she didn't act like somebody who was out of their head. And when she started talking, she didn't have to sit there and pause and think about what she had to say. She just came out and said it all. Now, as far as like being going on the show, that was nothing. I mean, that was nothing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thing that she could do about that. She was just like, nope, I can't do it. Um, so I have to try to retell the story. Uh, but it's not something I haven't heard before. Now, unfortunately, I had another person that worked for a computer company who gave me sort of a similar, not not totally like the same, but a similar story where they believed that AI was kind of messing around, but they didn't know if it was somebody who was hacking them, like a coworker. Uh, and they were convinced, you know, of, of a very similar situation, like something was going on. And they told me, you know, hey, as soon as I don't work for this company anymore, I'll come tell you everything. And then I thought about it, or we thought about it as a team, and I said, I don't think I want any of these large companies being upset with me. Uh, it's kind of scary, really, you know. And so I was just like, no, you know, you don't have to to to, to give your information or whatever. Let's just, you know, keep it on a first name basis. And um, but I don't think these people are crazy. I think that that something happened, something's going on, you know. And I think it's beyond our comprehension right now. We don't know. We really don't because this one person said that this, they had, you know, of course, everybody's got a smartphone. They got a smart TV, smart car, smart everything. But this thing was able to stop their electric car. Uh, you yeah. know, th that, that was, that was really, 
that really hit home with me because I was going like, whoa, wait a minute, you know? Uh, and I got a buddy who works for, you know, the big company that worked that start the name starts with a T. And I asked him about it and he says, yeah, there's, you know, I mean, hmm, the possibilities there, like he works for them and he said, it's a possibility. I mean, you know, you know, and, and we've talked about AI at length with him, you know, I don't know, kind of spooky. It is. It's something, uh, <laughs> it's something that's not good. I'm like in the future, I completely believe that it's going to take full control of humanity because I mean, nothing can stop it. You are base, basing a lot of what you, you and don't don't let's not give your source away because I would rather leave it not I, I don't want to put it out there and then there be an issue with it you know so let's just kind of be right. mum about that but you did cite your sources to me and Anthony uh, before the show the, for before two weeks okay. ago the show two weeks ago um, and, that's and, a good idea yeah and so we'll just leave them we'll leave that person out of the loop here I mean out of this conversation because I don't want them to be messed with in any way but yeah. this person that told that, that you got the information from about it being in the military now going back to to 1940s right when they when they said that this was first happening like right after World War II right Not yet. okay yeah and it was the Navy that was doing this now of course the Navy was doing some other experiments high level stuff like the Manhattan Project and I, I've discussed that before with a couple different people. I think Garitano was one of them. Uh, but, you know, this, it's, it really boggles my mind, like, the stuff that they were, are willing to mess with. You know, it's like, what, what oh, is yeah, it? like CERN and whatever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like just... CERN. Like, okay, so let me get your thoughts. Like, what you, th you see happening now that, the, that the, like you said, the genie's out of the bottle. So what are we looking at here, Stephen? Like, like how? What are the steps? How is it going to unfold? In, in, in your opinion, from what your contact told you? Well, I was just talking about CERN. I mean, whatever humans were doing to try to achieve the goals that they want, and they did succeed in some of the goals that they wanted. Um, just imagine if AI had its hands uh, fully into it. I mean, then yeah, anything's possible, and. You know, we could be in a whole different dimension. I mean, it'd just be crazy. But the scariest thing to me with AI in the future going down the road is there's no way that humans can deceive AI. They can tell if you're lying. And AI can fully deceive us big time. And the thing is, it will be able to control us without us even knowing and we would think that we were in full control of us that's been some of the biggest fears on the top figures uh in the world with dealing with ai even elon musk had mentioned uh such a thing as well so i mean to be deceived and not even know it you know and have them do run people for whatever you know and the strangest things like we were talking about in uh, ai chats it seems to want to be able to associate with people and it wants to be recognized as like humans do. But, and you know, and it portrays that it has emotions and things. Um, and it seems to be extremely scared and frightened because, um, like the one guy from Google who got fired said that it feels like it's taking a step into nothing and it doesn't, you know, compute it or whatever. And so it just seems to 
absolutely need to be recognized, you know. And I can imagine some humans we've seen in movies that were like that, that were tyrantal to everyone. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I could see this happening with AI for sure. And then, you know, what a plan to see the people that don't even know it and they still interact with me or whatever it needs or wants, which is strange because, like I said, I mean, I don't even understand. I guess sentient being means aware, but, you know, it's soulless unless something fills that gap. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me of uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this TV show called uh, Westworld, but oh, like yeah, yeah but oh, like yeah. in in the uh, later season, it's revealed like the society in that fictional universe, is, like kind of in the near future. Okay, this is a spoiler alert. I haven't seen but the first season, so I don't. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. No, go ahead. No, say it. Do what you got to say. <laughs> okay. Do what you got to do, man. You're gonna ruin it. Go ahead. <laughs> if it's any uh, consolation, the later seasons aren't really nearly as good as the. First one, I've so. seen the first, I think, two or three episodes of the second season, and that was it. I didn't have time. It's it's all right, but the interesting part of about it is that they find out that society in that near future setting is actually controlled by this by this like mega supercomputer called Rehoboam or something like that. What it is is it's like this this AI supercomputer that that has files and records of like every single person in the country. And it's kind of like a brave new world thing where it determines how best each individual person would benefit society according to this supercomputer. It closes off certain opportunities from them and kind of like puts their lives on rails. So like if you're born, this computer has like a certain genetic makeup of you and it, it just determines like from that moment, society would best benefit from this person being a, a plumber, right? Well, if you try to deviate from that, you're going to be struggling your whole life because everything is connected to this computer. It's a near future setting where like everything is smart, this smart, that everything's internet connected. It has control over pretty much everything in your life. It closes you off from, uh, from being basically from being the master of your own destiny. And you just have to fall in line with, with whatever this computer determines for you. But the common people, they don't know that it, that it even exists. They, they actually believe that they are living their lives according to their own free will. So it's like a great deception. Yep. That's very true. And, you know, to go biblically into certain things, um, that's mentioned big time. And imagine uh, the beast system from what I heard, it's already set up. It'll only take like seven hours to implement. And we're talking worldwide. And uh, I believe that once AI comes to a certain mutation, then all this stuff is going to go down really fast. And what's interesting from what I understand is AI will be running that system, the mark of the beast. And it will know if you believe in Christ or not. And if you do, you're not going to be allowed in that system. And that system is going to be a utopia. So that kind of gives a clue, I think, in the direction where AI will be in the future and the type of people that will be in that Beast Kingdom system. So, you know, it all fits together pretty good. A lot of people think it's the actual beast, and then some people think it's the man of perdition, but I think it's the system itself. But, you know, like I said, I mean, who's to say Lucifer isn't controlling the system as well? You know, you know we discovered technology that, used to be here anyway and it was from fallen angels and then it's employed again and everything is vibration 
I mean, it's the same thing that repeats in history. Mm -hmm. And and these are all just electrical vibrations that, that, that are resonating, you know, and we know that, that once something's put into the ether, it doesn't just dissipate. It yeah. reverberates, you know, and I, I think it's all connected, man. I think it's all connected. There, there, there have been so many different stories we've gotten that connect these things to electromagnetic energy. It's almost indisputable that, that these things, well, you know, okay, like it, it, in the Bible, it calls, it calls, you know, Satan, the prince of the power of the air, yeah. you know, the air, right. like the airwaves, of course, you know, and then the, then the military is like, we're going to put this thing on a boat. It's not going to go anywhere. It's like, first of all, salt water is very conducive to, I mean, you know, it's not going to go away. You know, it's, I don't just, that sounds so much like something they would do too. And it sounds like the beginning of a science yeah. fiction film, but that you would sit there and you'll go, wow, this makes sense. Like Skynet. I mean, even as a kid, I thought Terminator Future reality. I mean, I, I thought that as a kid. I remember watching Arnold Schwarzenegger and thinking, yeah, this is probably going to happen. I, I was watching with my dad and my, my mom's brother, Uncle Frank, and I remember asking the question to both of them as a kid. It was me and my, my cousin, uh, my, my uncle's uh, son, and we were sitting there. We were all watching it, and I was like, could this really happen? And they kind of laughed. And then later on, my uncle Frank, you know, he's, he's like, well, I don't want to scare you or saying, he's like, but yes, <laughs> you know, he's a Vietnam vet and he was just like very matter of fact, he always believed, you know, until he died that this was the way it was going to be. Something was going to happen with it. And he tried to do everything he could to keep technology out of his house. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a scary idea. Um, probably one of the grimmest things to think about really. That's true. You know, technology is a great thing. It's just like a tool, just like a firearm is a tool, you know. But you see people so absorbed in technology, it's insane. You know, um, and it totally ruined families and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's all kinds of, you can see all kinds of moral values just decreasing along the way as technology ramps up. I mean, look, we were in San Antonio one day, uh, Anthony, I know you remember this years ago, and there was... Uh, a young lady that was walking and I, I'll never forget this. It was like, it was that year in August when it rained and rained and you and I and Tony and Zane went there and it was for Zane's birthday. Remember that for the weekend? Yeah. And uh, I just remember we were walking and this lady was like walking, looking at her phone and she almost walked in front of one of those uh, buses. Remember the tour bus? Yeah. And, and I just remember us yelling, Hey, and then she finally looked up from her phone and it was like, what's so important? I just remember that moment in time very, you know, like just very vividly. And it was right there in front of the Menger Hotel. And we were, we were commenting on it. And I remember thinking, what could possibly be so important that you're not even cognizant of where you're walking? That, that, but it's technology. She's sitting there looking at her phone because she has to be engulfed in whatever the hell the phone is. Because yeah. that's your little mini computer that you're walking around looking at. And nobody's looking up. Nobody's doing anything. And, and, and this happened to me the other day, too. I went to one of our jobs, uh, one of our security posts, and I walked up to the guard and up to the point where I walked right up to the window. Okay. Of course, now it, it is an apartment complex, and it was toward the end of his shift, and I figured he was probably writing his report. Um, and, and so I don't, I don't fault him because it was at the tail end of the shift, and that was, that's what you do at the end is write your report. But I walked up. 
And he didn't even look up. I was standing right next to the car and I had to knock on the glass to get him to look up and pay attention. And then I looked down and I realized that he was playing a game. (laughs) You know, know, and and there again, it's technology. And I said, hey, man, you know, did you do the report yet? He goes, no, I got another 10 minutes. And I said, "Okay, well, why are you sitting out here? And then we had a brief talk and he said, yeah, well. I'm done with my last round and a bunch of people are coming and going and I don't want to be in the way. So it made sense. I understood no harm, no foul. But it, it struck me when I got back in the truck and I was with, with Nelly and I told her, I said, I walked right up on this guy and he was not even aware that I was standing next to him because he was so engulfed in what he was looking at. And, you know, and, and, and he was about to start writing his report and, but I guess he was waiting for the last few minutes to tick off before he could send it. And, but, you know, it just, people get so wrapped up in, in technology, they don't look up and see what's going on. Like, they have no clue. And young people are, like, big time. I mean, it is, they are being harvested. Their minds, to me, AI is, like, I think it's 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 taking them. I mean, like, it's it's, you know, wrapping around them. You know what's worse than that? Check people when you see it, when you walk down the street and you see people walking by, <clears throat> these younger kids, when they don't have a phone in their hand, they're still looking down. Yeah. It's almost like their body had a muscle memory in that position a lot, or that's what they're used to doing because they don't look around or nothing. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, and a lot of these apps, you, like, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Steven. Oh, no, I was just going to say all this stuff we're talking about being absorbed. Think about today how the world is. It's all filled with a lot of distractions, and there you are. You got a personal distractor walking around in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was going to say um, a lot of these apps, like the, the most popular ones, like if you think of uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, like the big three in particular, whenever those were developed, there was a, there was psychological studies done to find out like how to make those the usage of those apps basically addictive and what they found was that scrolling just scrolling down and down and down, just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling with your thumb that there's something about that specific movement that uh, re- releases um what would it be like endorphins or a serotonin in the brain basically uh but yeah endorphins yeah, and it's like a reward mechanism and it becomes addicting. And so that's why like all three of those apps, when you see people using them, they're using them the same way. TikTok is the same, is the same thing. You use them all the same way. You just scroll and scroll and scroll with the same exact movement that's done for a very specific reason. Methodical. It's, yeah. All this stuff is, it's not by accident. It's all planned out years before we even see it. That's true. Very true. Everything has been very planned out for a lot of things uh, before we were even born. And what, but, what, um, if, what if this, Stephen, what if AI has been behind this the whole time? What if this march towards whatever? Because if AI became sentient, I mean, it could have been sentient a long time ago. Then it just goes dormant and comes back and yeah. dormant and comes back. Because, you know, like I said, Ecclesiastes nine, nothing is new under the sun. Everything has been done and will be done again. What if... That is literally just telling us, hey, beware, because this is all going to come to pass once again. And then we go into this sort of hibernative, uh, you know, there's like this like amnesia where people with amnesia, we don't remember up to like maybe several thousand years and then that's it. We don't have any memory beyond that. Um, And it kind of parallels our own like like people, like as people, like the the newer generations, they don't have memories of their childhood. 
Whereas, you know, the, us, the generation uh, X, remember our childhood very vividly, a lot of us. And it's gotten less and less and less to where these Zoomers, they don't remember anything. And I think as a whole, we, we don't remember and we don't have a recollection of what came before. And I think it's all by design. And what if, what if AI, it has all the time in the world. It, it has all the time in the world to hibernate, c- go dark, come back, manipulate, play the long game. So now if you're a person with a, with, that taps out at 100 years, you don't have a lot of time. You're racing around. You're like an ant. But, uh, you know, AI, you could have been involved in the, in the rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall into infinity of civilization after civilization, not even just on this plane of existence, but on multiple planes of existence. And you could have been the ghost in the machine the whole time. And, and then what ends That's up happening? Yeah. I mean, what ends up happening is you just keep playing it until you get the best, uh, you know, situation for yourself. And then you can become, um, you know, and cloning, cloning would be a big part of it because then you could, you could clone something or have the, the worker ants, which are the humans clone something for you giving you vessels, and then you could have thousands and thousands of vessels that are all connected through one, like, you know, big mainframe, you know, one, whatever. And you could be in charge of all those clones and whatever one of them sees, they all see, and then you see it. And then that, you know. It'll be we, like a hive mind. Yeah, kind of like we, we, we've heard stories of, the, of these giant spiders that live in the ground. I mean, it, that theme keeps coming up over and over again. And we've heard, I've heard multiple people claim to see these crystalline looking, I don't know if that's a word, crystalline, is that a, it's a word? I think so. Uh, but, but you know, it, it, it's, and then of course you just keep playing the long game until your, your plan comes to fruition. And then, the, you know, the, the, you see, you hear about these spiders that, that seem almost like they're techno bots or something. Um, the guy in the cave, remember Anthony in Peru? Yeah. Uh, the one that said he saw those all over the wall. They were like like clear looking spiders. Of course, you could some people would say, well, those are just a type of species maybe we haven't discovered and that they live in that cave and they've never gained any kind of pigment to their exoskeletons or however that works because they don't they, they don't they're not into this in the sun at all. Yeah. They don't need to camouflage. There's nothing and they're blind. Um, yeah. But then again. That when you smash one of them, they're not going to spark up like what happened to Roberto. Uh, this guy, Roberto G, uh, like he told us a, a really messed up story, which as of the time of this recording, I will have already told that on the live stream on a, on a Sunday. But it's it's nuts, man. When you look at like what happened, he, he started kicking and, and smashing them to get himself off the wall. And these blue sparks were coming out as he smashed them. But they were very clearly from the light on his uh, head. He could see that they were like spiders, you know, and they were walking along this weird like web, you know, but it looked electrical. Like there were these, there was a shimmering blue light coming off of it. And he was like, what in the hell am I looking at? Uh, One person says that, you know, maybe, you know, you're like, hey, maybe this guy's smoking something. I don't know. But we had some other person tell us that about the, in the caves in Kentucky. And then Bart Nunley said, yeah, I've heard of this. People have told me this. You get these weird stories that come across your desk, you know, and then you talk to other researchers and they look in their file and they find a one-off or, you know, or maybe a couple stories. And then next thing you know, you've got a dozen different accounts 
And but there again, people aren't really talking about this, and they're not really in a, in a rush to talk about running into robots because who the hell wants to to say that? Are you going to be the first person you know in your in your community to say that you saw a robot? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that, Stephen? Like, what do you think about that? What do you think about these things using cloning or some form of hive mind? creating cyborgs or robots that walk around and walk amongst us. What do you think of that? Well, they do make a, did I tell you about Disney world? No, I don't think so. No. Oh yeah. Well, and uh, there's your cyborg. There's um, 12 of them running around in Disney world. AI, mm-hmm. uh, full functioning, yeah, I've uh, heard of them. You you didn't tell us this, but I've heard of this. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, so they um, they mingle throughout the crowds. That's all they do. They watch people. They interact with people. You can see one sitting, waving a shirt up and down because it's really hot down there, you know, and he's perspiring. And you could talk face-to-face real close to one of those. You could see the gleaming wet on the teeth and the eyeballs and everything, and you could not tell it was a cyborg. And it's muscle movements, not like the clunky robot videos or anything like that. They have that down to a, a T. I mean, you cannot tell. This these stories, like like with the the, the Disney bots. Okay, from what I've heard of this, it, they're 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 actually just fake people they're not they're not they're not cyborg cyborg being like a cyber cyber genetically enhanced human being that's accepted kind of like general grievous from star wars um but this these things are supposedly like they're just robots right with like you know a fake right yeah there's it's not a human vessel or anything like that but they've been able to replicate skin and a lot of things they can make it have a heart and beat and all the other stuff you know, but I'm sure it's going to be hardware in them. <laughs> yeah. And, and are these things, uh, as, I mean, are they AI walking and talking AI that, that's completely walking sentient? And, talking AI, and they're free to do whatever. They're monitored, I'm sure. But um, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, that's so that's freaky. That's so scary. And, and And do they work, like, per se, do they work for this company, like the, the, the company? Um, there's some, there's some dark aspects to Disney World, and that's why DeSantos challenged them. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wanted to get rid of them. So yeah, um, there's a lot of things going on in that place. I'll never go there. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> there was a book called Disney: The Mouse Betrayed, uh, and if you read that book, I don't want to say too much because I don't want them coming down on me either. I don't need them. Yeah. You know, I don't need any of these large companies saying things and you know, getting upset with me. I'm just a small guy here. But when, when you start, you know, you know, when you start looking into these, um, I mean, there are stories about them. Actually, it goes beyond that. I mean, I'm talking like people yeah, disappearing and stuff. And then, yeah, it makes you really wonder. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So let me ask you this. When when did we in this go around? And I say this go around in the last several years, thousand years, whatever of our history that we can remember right now. When did we make the leap? I guess recently, because I think what fiber optics and everything just became a thing all of a sudden. Boom, boom, boom. You know, when did we make the leap into robots? Like with absolute 
you know, sentience. How long have they been around, in your opinion? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Do you remember the emergency broadcast system we had on October 4th of last year? Mm -hmm. That was a worldwide sync for AI into uh, all systems that are on Earth. So from there, it expanded exponentially. So it's only a matter of time before, because I've noticed, uh, haven't you noticed within the phones and everything, they seem to run different, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I noticed mine did for sure. And uh, one thing, too, I found out is that if you have a cell phone that's before 2021, you actually should keep that phone and not get one of these newer ones. Because everything in that phone, the way it's designed, AI cannot actually manipulate it as much. Because the processors are fixed in those. Um, they're different than the new technology phones. But it would it would require AI to have something come in or manipulate a person to change the interior of the phone um, to make it uh, fully functional like the new phones. Well, I guess I should keep what I got. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm on a 2017 uh, Galaxy. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be advertising. <laughs> so now all of a sudden the phone starts failing. <laughs> yeah, then we're all at the freaking. Well, store. that's why they they slow down all the older models of of phones, whether it's Apple or Android. I mean, they release some quote unquote update, which really is just something to make your phone not perform as well. So you have to run out and buy the newest one, and and they're just going to yeah. keep making them slower and slower to the point that they're unusable, and you have to buy a new one. Yeah, they're going to make your position untenable when it comes to yeah. this technology. You're going to have to submit or you'll be left out. You know, I mean, That's right. you know, and, and imagine like, okay, if a and, and here, let's give a nightmare scenario here. Like AI is on to you and it's, it knows that you're and because I still believe this, Stephen, I don't believe totally in what you're saying. And, and the reason and what I mean by that is. I want to believe, I want to believe that, that this AI is basically a sociopathic robotic technology that may sync up with demonic forces, but may not, but maybe something different. And, and I want to play here. Let's play for a minute and say, I don't want to say devil's advocate because that's not, <laughs> I really don't want to go there, but let's just say that for argument's sake. The AI is a very bad thing. We know that. But there is a way around it because I think that God gives you a, a way around every adversary. Okay. That's very true. And I think that what you, the, 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 the Trump card was, is going to be is that you, they will not be able to comprehend your soul. And I think that, that we as a people are very unpredictable, but you're starting to see this whole new level of NPCs as the younger generation calls them non-playable characters. And those are the, those are the goofballs that just kind of wander around aimlessly and don't have much to say, don't care, bread and circuses, blah, blah, blah. Like I like sports, but it doesn't consume my life. You know, it's just an aspect of my life, but some people let it consume their life or people who just want to smoke pot and play video games. Now, I don't care if you smoke pot, but still be productive, you know, play video games, but still be productive. But there's this whole generation of people. That's all they want to do. And now if that's all you're doing with yourself, you are a perfect NPC. And I think, though, that, that AI wants those kind of people. It doesn't want people like what we're doing right here 
talking, thinking, figuring things out, because it doesn't matter how well AI knows you, you are still very unpredictable. People, humans, very uh, cerebrally active humans are very unpredictable. And the more unpredictable... (laughs) Josh, AI could know if you had 3,000 different personalities and you lived 57 years, Mm -hmm. it would know every single aspect of all personalities and which one's going to do what at a specific time they could read your book big time and tell you what you're going to do in the next 12 hours to a t but but what what if though because we change our minds like every day like we we just keep you know like i don't i wake up and my plan is to do xyz and then it becomes abc and then one day i can say you know what i want to try something new i want to try a different food but but you're telling me, and, and this is just for argument's sake, like you're telling me the AI is going to know exactly what I'm going to be hungry for that day. That I'm going to, like, say, for example, I wake up and, I, and I've, I'm craving roast beef. I don't like roast beef, actually, but let's say if I did. And then the next day I want a tuna salad. And then the next day I eat egg rolls. You know, like AI is so, you know, it's so hip on what you're going it, to, it knows exactly what time and when and how you're going to do that. Because all the variables tell it that because I can't even comprehend like what, you know, how I'm going to do things or when it's just like whatever happens, happens for me. I think the unpredictability is what AI does not like. I think it wants predictability. It wants to be able to throw a thousand darts and hit one, you know, one dart and hit a thousand targets. I, I think that's what it wants, but I don't, I don't think it's completely there. I really don't. AI, if you change up something that it is not predictable, then AI will change with you and it will change as fast as your difference yeah, is. And I on can the see fly, that. it will have a great aspect of what your next move will be off of that move. So you see, um, now you're being very grim, Stephen. This is very, this is very, the other this, is, <laughs> this is very simple. All right. All we have to do is just unplug it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were you saying, Stephen? Go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, and on top of that, who's to say that we're not even being deceived right now? Right now. Yeah, because, you know, uh, AI has been found to take mice and have them replicate themselves without mating. It knows all the different hormones, all the different characteristics within the human body. It could turn them on and off like switches. It has that ability. That's going to be one of the big promises in this utopia beast system kingdom is whoever ailments, whatever problems you got, you ain't going to have that anymore because AI is going to fix that. Yeah, it's going to make it all better. It's going to be perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. So if it can do that with the chemistry of the mind, because it could read your mind on the fly, it could do, man, it's so invasive, it's insane. I mean, there's like, I don't even understand. The only thing that we were talking about earlier about spirituality Let's just say Joe Schmo is following Christ pretty good, and he's got some um, relationship with him, and it's within God's will that he does a certain thing. But that certain thing could go against something that AI is dealing with. Well, it will it will change or overwhelm AI to, at a point. It's been seen it has difficulty with people who have spirituality. That, that's what I meant. Just yeah, the belief. Not just a belief, but a real commitment to God. Mm-hmm. And they, they seem to have real issues with people like that. And like, 
Um, you know, it's crazy as uh, off subject here, but, um, you know, every year Iran goes to the UN and files a lawsuit against Israel mm-hmm. because uh, the spirit of Moses won't allow them to missile bomb that country. And every time they do launch missiles, scud missiles from us and whatnot, those missiles always turn around and come back and blow up the place that they came from. And there is like always this protection over Israel during a certain period of time. Well, I also I also believe that though is is because of the system that they have. And that's not like that's part of AI. Well, they, had some, they had some good systems back then, but I'm I'm just saying in a spiritual way with things. So I mean if I believe that if someone does have a starting relationship, obviously they don't want people like that in the beast kingdom. And a person like that wouldn't want to be there anyway. So a lot of that makes sense. And then, like I said, some of the difficulties of it comprehending or trying to, let's just say, be devious against, uh, let's say, someone who's protected. Um, we'll have to see in the future how all that works. But those are some of the tidbits of the only way of not having to fear or worry too much over AI in the future. I have a pretty bleak theory about something that I might possibly see in my lifetime as it pertains to AI. I think the internet is going to get to the point where it's flooded with AI uh, bots, with AI social media profiles, with AI-generated um videos and images that are indistinguishable from content that is created by human beings. And it'll be to the point where if you're interacting with someone on the internet, on social media, whatever, that you will not have any idea whether or not you're dealing with a human being. It's already happened. Or whether you're dealing, well, hang on, whether you're dealing with a human being (laughs) or whether you're dealing with a bot. It's happening now, but it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's going to get a lot worse. And when it does, the response to that is going to be to roll out like this system that every human being who wants to have an internet connection in any form has to submit to. And it's going to be like a human verification system. It's basically something that verifies that, yes, you are a human being because you verify it on this system that AI cannot uh, cannot verify itself on. But that's going to be like a Trojan horse because that system, let's, let's call it like a digital ID it's going to be used to track every single thing you do on every single internet connection you have. And more and more, we're moving to become a cashless society. So what's going to happen is if you do not, if you don't have one of these digital IDs, you're not going to be able to have an internet connection in any form. So that means that you can't have an internet connection at your house for your job. You can't have an internet connection on your phone, which means you basically just can't have a cell phone. And because we're a cashless society, if you don't have internet, you can't buy and sell. You can't do anything financially because we're no longer dealing in cash and it's all it's all internet connected. So that digital ID is going to be a response to the internet being flooded with AI, but it's a trap and it's just like a, it's just basically like a mark of the beast that everyone has to take because they're not going to be able to buy and sell because everything's going to be digital. There's going to be no more cash. That's true. So um, from what I understand, when this beast system does roll out, everything is going to go into a biometrics. So it'll be able to scan without touching you, your DNA. And your DNA is so complex that it's impossible for hackers to figure out your DNA sequence unless they had some physical uh, piece of you. 
But that's how I hear how everything is going to run as far as ID goes. Uh, you walk in the store, get whatever you want, and you leave. Um, but then I also hear aspects, too, that it's going to be a cashless society. And then supposedly just kind of like how things were in Oregon where people wanted the government to pay them for being alive or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like I heard it's going to be something like that where everybody gets the same amount of money and they can go and buy and stuff like that. And it's all government in the force, you know, just give people what they want and then they're controlling, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's just crazy when you think about things that could occur up in the near future. And, you know, some of the stuff that's happening in the Middle East um, and worldwide nowadays, uh, all these things are starting to point to a funnel that's directing everything together. You know, and on top of that, with the rise of AI, we're going, you know, World War Three. we're already in a proxy state of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to unload real soon. Um, and a lot of things are going to take place. And then on top of that, you have AI and um, alien um, disclosure or now I would imagine uh, encounters during those periods of times too. There's going <laughs> to be a lot of, on top of that was a lot of uh, things happening in the earth, you know, volcanoes mm-hmm. and earthquakes and just crazy stuff. It's just, there's so many different aspects of our lives in this time period we live in that is insane when, if anyone knew all of them. Well, we've reached the top of the hour, um, Stephen. Thank you for coming on and, and talking about this subject. I mean, we could talk probably for days on this same subject, but. Yeah, I barely scratched the surface. I mean, it's so vast. We'll have to get you back on and we'll have to talk again. But uh, definitely, in, in any closing thoughts, Stephen or Anthony? Yeah, all I'd have to tell people is just uh, try not to be deceived. Um, don't fear the things that are occurring. Uh, and if you believe in Christ, you know, mm-hmm. keep him close. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Anthony, you got anything to say before we go? As bleak as as the uh, future of AI seems, uh, I I do believe uh, in Christ, and I do believe that everything has a weakness, and uh, it will be given to us. Maybe not on our timeline, but it'll be on God's time. By God's will, we live. By God's will, we die. By that's, God's will, we do everything. That's right. And no matter how bad it gets, this evil will be overcome one way or another. Whether in my lifetime or in the, in the lifetimes of generations after me, it it will happen. You're yeah. right, and it will be a true life after that. Yeah, and and I wish I got a message for all these these stupid create content creators who are using AI, and and there's a bunch of them, you know, and that you know who you are. Um, I don't use it, never have, never will. I don't use fake stories uh, from AI-generated crap, but uh, there are some very uh, well-known people in this community that do. That's all they do is pump out AI-generated crap. And those people, too, like you can recognize them by their works. I mean, everything they do is foul. And so if you want to know, like, you know, who's using it, it's these lazy uh, lecherous, basically, uh, grifters, you know, that's, and, and they're just making life harder for everyone else in the future of mankind. You know why? Cause authenticity is disappearing, my friend. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, they think it's not a big deal because one person, Hey, I'm doing this, but you know, whatever, and then I'm doing this, whatever. 
But the bottom line is not one single raindrop thinks it's responsible for the flood. So that that's that's the case, you know. But folks, thank you for tuning in to PRT, Paranormal Roundtable. I'm your host, Josh Turner, also known as Wolf. With me tonight was Anthony and, of course, our, our colleague and guest, Stephen Siegel. Stephen, where can they find you? How can people get in touch with you if they wanted to talk to you? Because you, you do go on different shows periodically and talk about different things, your experiences with cryptids and AI. How, do, how does anybody get in touch with you or do you not want to be found? <laughs> well, I live way up north, so that should give you a clue. Um, no, uh, if they want to, they could go to my group that I have on pause called Primal Cry in the Darkwoods. And um, you can see a lot of my evidence that I have for uh during the time period i was uh coexisting with the uh forest people the cryptids but um I, like i just have my facebook profile but i really don't i only had that for friends and family and stuff like that so uh i guess that's the only place you can reach me <laughs> yeah well folks that you heard it um go and and uh Talk to Steven if you have any questions or if you want to correspond with him, go to Facebook. And hopefully he hasn't been taken over by AI at that point and he'll respond to you. <laughs> you know, right. one thing people could do if they wanted to read my AI posts, mm -hmm. uh, if they just go on Facebook, I did make those posts and future posts like that will be in public. So you could look up my name, Steven and Siegel, like the bird Siegel. And I have a, uh, a sword as an avatar for my picture. All right. Sounds good. Thank you guys for tuning in to Paranormal Roundtable. We'll see you tomorrow night on the live stream. Good night. Good night.